Join the Pop Life Podcast conversation. Follow us on Twitter at the Pop Life Podcast. Find us on iTunes at the Pop Life Podcast. Be sure to rate us, please. And find us on SoundCloud and share and like and subscribe. Thanks. Welcome to the Pop Life Podcast, coming to you from the Crosby Collective Studio. Starring your hosts, Jeffrey Sledge, Naima Cochran, and Sean Young. If it's top of mind in pop culture, it's up for discussion. Thank you for joining us this week. The Pop Life begins in three, two, one. <laughs> Pop Life Podcast today is, um, what's it, the eighth or the ninth? Seventh? Eighth. Eighth, right? Oh, it's the eighth. Never mind. Yeah. Are you talking about Wednesday? Was the today's not the month? It's the eighth. This is the longest short week I've ever had in my life. Yeah, it don't even feel like it was a holiday Monday, right? Was it a holiday Monday? It was a holiday Monday. Yeah, I feel like that shit was last week. It does. I stayed up all night looking at footage from Beyonce's birthday concert, so I didn't. This doesn't feel like, like a show on Monday. I was like, I had that as a, I had that as a topic. Actually, sidebar: a friend of mine sent the link. I haven't looked yet, at it yet. Somebody put up the Atlanta show full the full show on YouTube. Oh shit! <laughs> and, 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 it, and it's pretty clean. Like I the, thought the, the it was the clean. Yeah, it's nah, just, I mean, it ain't HBO. Like, but it's you was know, it you can Monday, see it. Was it the Monday show a live stream? A free live stream? I don't think no. so. I, I ain't hear nothing. Nah. <laughs> I heard it was a live stream. I heard Monday show was people keep saying they were watching a live or somebody was live streaming it. People keep saying somebody might have been live streaming it, but it definitely was not. Beyonce was doing nothing for free. I was gonna say nothing for free, but I thought she might have done a partnership. I thought it might have done a partnership with YouTube. Nah, we would have heard about it. I wasn't really paying close enough attention to air. Plus, I've seen the show already. But um, I was satisfied with my show until I saw. Fucking Diana Ross. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, really? And Kendrick Lamar and all kind of shit. Yeah. A sidebar, I read that um, Taylor Swift, I, what is she? Is it, I think, an HBO? Oh, no, 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 no. They taped Taylor Swift's concert for theater release. Yeah, I heard that. I can see but, that. Yeah, and, and because cause this girl on TikTok or Instagram, whatever, she called the theater. And was asking him, so what's the rules? And the theater was like, no screaming, no dancing in the aisles. And she was like, yeah, all right, I hear you. Right. <laughs> you know, well, I wonder if B will do something like that too. Because I'm about to say, I'm fairly great. certain she's been capturing this content and it's going to go to some kind of Gotta. theater. Gotta. She's got to, because also, like, like me and Inko were telling y'all when we reviewed um, the DC shows, the this is the crispest video product, like the crispest mm. concert tour videos I've ever ever seen. Ever. Wildly cool, amazing. I and I mean, I know a lot of people who put a lot of thought in the tour visuals. I ain't never seen no shit like this. this it was, level, right? and I mean, as many people, could, have, it felt like you could reach out and touch what was on the screen, exactly. even like from that. my seats. We're not right. talking yeah. about Because even the Diana Ross thing was interesting when people were posting that. Right. I'm sorry, Inka, I know you're still mad. Even when Inka <laughs> oh, were posting, Inka <laughs> pissed, pissed the fuck off. Um, <laughs> um, when the people were posting it, it took me a, for a second to realize that was the screen. Posting the screen. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, wait, that's... Yeah, I was like, damn. Also, the screens take up. It ain't like Mm -hmm. the usual where there's flanking side to side. The Mm -hmm. screens 
takes up the entire stage. I can see and, it's, like, and it's mirror sides on it's mirror images on each side, right? So it it vacillates between being like um videotape content on the screen and a reflection of what's going on on stage on the screen. Also, right. it's not just a multi-camera shoot. There's drones, there's handhelds, there's steady cams, there's crane cams. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like every single level of camera <clears throat> there is is there so my guess though is that it's not going to be like immediately at the tour's end they're going to well, go no 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 they'll do, they'll do that that deal. i can't imagine they just put this in the let, me tell you, yeah. let me tell you what i need i need a coffee table book 4k images of all the costuming yeah because mm. she's worn From over 100 i think she's at like 120 looks now or something like that wow and that wow. lueve cat suit with the hands on it needs to be in a fucking museum somewhere yeah that shit is iconic he's yeah. lueve for the past you know, the for few... the past five years they didn't they didn't just yeah. exploded that's Killing. one of the few there are only a few looks that she wears every show that i think is one of maybe two yeah. Did she wear the one with the horns? The horns when she wears a reach show, right? The- yeah, I think there's like maybe there's two there's remixes three. to that too. That's oh, not yeah. every show. But that but, one, she wears that every single show. There's yeah. two Lueve ones. The mm-hmm. one with the red, like uh bustier, that's like metal. That's right. the other generation of the one with the hands. Like it has right. little so the one with the hands, she wears that every single show. Oh, um, yeah. and there's almost nothing else that she was I was actually disappointed because now it's not even like what songs am I getting because she does change the set list yeah it's like what looks like which looks am I getting that right? blue flame look at the Atlanta show made me extremely jealous yeah because there are some things where I'm like I wish I had that, <laughs> that. <laughs> um but like, yeah. also just shout out to B for the absolute frenzy um she has created and the mm-hmm. funny thing I posted on my Instagram, the shit got 5 million views now, which is hilarious. There's this girl. I don't know who she is. I don't know who this woman is. Um, but she seems to be about our age who posted on TikTok about the LA show. She was oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw like, that. That was funny. All my friends was like, bitch, yep. you see how high them Beyonce tickets are? <laughs> all y'all hoes were there. Every Except bitch, her. Except every her. Every bitch I know. Yeah, she's like, every <laughs> bitch I know was in SoFi. And I was laughing because literally every bitch I know was in SoFi this weekend. Niggas was there like every, every night. Like literally. Yeah. They were like Renaissance night one. Renaissance night two. Renaissance <laughs> night two. Like it was a thing. Like it was, it was like go, it was like it was a festival. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. everybody was there. I'm like, how all y'all hoes, motherfuckers who don't live in LA was that you know? Yeah, a lot of people flew out for that show. Everybody yeah, a lot of people flew out for that show. And it's just so and everybody was in their silver. Everybody was in it, in it, in it. I saw a picture. Of, I, I saw a picture of Quinta. Quinta Brunson posted her outfit, a yeah, silver Quinta, outfit. Um, what and, you call it, Lupita? Like, there's nobody who did it, and that's the genius of it, right? Because now that she has her Virgo season mandated this uniform, people were already posting their looks, but now that she's mandated a uniform, now mm-hmm. even the highest level celebrities like fucking um Toby Maguire and um Zendaya. Zen- no, well, Zendaya and Tom Holland. Oh, oh, oh. Toby McGuire and what's my man's name from Titanic? Um, oh, Leo. Leo, Leo, Leo was yeah. up in the cut. You know what I'm saying? I saw like, that. I saw that. Yeah. Was the, it was the club. You know what I'm saying? Like, you had- shout out to Tia Mowry for that moment. Like, oh, that was oh so yeah, cool. that was fly. Truly that was a fly. celebrity, and celebrity. Him. And imagine yeah, her yeah. being like a fan of your little, like, that was so cute. That yeah. was so cute. <laughs> and then, and then mixing it into the song, like, yeah, on, on the that fly. Was so cute. 
That was, was crazy. So sidebar, sidebar before we before we move off of B. Um, and I know I'm gonna sound like the, the old nigga in the club, but God, the club. I am the old nigga in the club. Speaking of which, I damn near went to the club this past weekend, which I'll tell you all about. I'm saying, but um, yo, it just I I, I, I tweeted this yesterday. The, the the one of the my main issues with Twitter is I think we've talked about this before. Twitter has allowed everybody to think their opinion is factual. It's well, no, it's your opinion. And most of the time, it matters in general. Exactly. And most of the time it's uninformed. So this, this leads me to youngins, two things, two things. And again, this is no slight at Beyonce. She's fire. She's dope. She's iconic. We don't have to discuss. She's, she's that, right? This, this is not really part of the discussion. First, I saw a youngin say, youngins basically say like, Who's Diana Ross? Like, what's she done? Like, I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, yeah, like, did, did like why? But, but the thing though, Jeff, is the thing about this rant, and I'm with, I'm with, you know, my ass is with you. I'm with you. What I have come, what I've been come to realize quite some time ago, which irks me continuously to no end. And I've, I've been in this place for a decade. These motherfuckers literally don't care about anything that happened before. They're, do some goddamn before, research. before their consciousness. And then when they do look into things that happened before they were there, they like to argue with the people who were there as though they know better what happened. Nigga, you're 23. You. What are we it's talking like, about? <laughs> nigga, I, I was literally there. What the fuck? Yeah. Our revisionist history is rampant. It's insane. Wild. It's like so, there's and, no respect for a time, an era, a perspective, a worldview that existed before they came into yeah before before 2023 right. and like the, 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 like if you had any doubts just watch Beyonce's reaction to Diana Ross watch your icon's reaction she literally ran in heels out on stage and couldn't let her go cuz it was she, I don't think she knew Diana Ross was coming I, I guess No she knew fact. it was announced what happened is Diana Ross came out so there's a changeover where... In full glam, by the way. Diana Ross yeah, is full glam out. Like it was her show. Right. There's a changeover. <laughs> She's a goddamn um, star, and that's what they do. <laughs> there's a changeover towards the end of the show where the background singers sing Love Hangover. But it's a cha- It's a quick change for B. But it's also like the moment for the background singers to showcase themselves. So that's when mm-hmm. that came out. So the reason... B was running out. It's not because she didn't know she was there. It was because it was during her quick change. Oh, she was trying to catch the... Okay. Oh, she was trying to catch her. That moment, she's not on stage during that. I got you. Um, but it's like, yo, your icon is running out to catch Diana Ross, and the, the background dancers are literally singing Diana Ross's song. So how are you questioning anything? Like, Listen, it was like three people <laughs> in my section that even knew what the song was when the background singers were singing it at the at the show mm-hmm. right right like, like, you think, love hangover wow. what they think it was a beyonce record that just never came out then the second thing the is background singers were bullshit or yeah, nobody was, was like standing around. up i was the only one singing along it was crazy yeah. then the second thing is some youngin said yesterday and we've heard this one before i think beyonce beyonce is bigger than michael jackson ever was i'm like can we stop that can we just stop can we stop look michael has three albums that have sold well over twenty million a piece, and Michael Jackson of all time. Death what are we talking about? Caused a ceasefire in a war that has been going on for decades. Like, what right. are we talking about? But and also, this again, no disrespect to Beyonce, no, no, disrespect no disrespect to me, but B herself, B herself yeah. wouldn't 
she would consider that offensive. She would be like, right? y'all, y'all need to yeah. kind of chill. Because right? what people miss, and this is when you know people aren't artists themselves, because there is no true artist who is going to disregard the people that they took inspiration from, right? So it's like, and who's going to disregard the greats? Even Beyonce, like she thanked Diana for being like a blueprint, right? Remember Tina like, Turner died. She like, yeah, you know, saying Beyonce, like- Beyonce is the child of three of our highest levels of artists ever. Tina, Diana, and Michael. She's got the perfectionism and showmanship of Michael. She did the the glam and the, you know, the girl group gone so low thing of Diana and the drama. And she's got the energy and the fire of Tina. Tina. Those are her three direct, you know, ancestral artists, right? Mm -hmm. So to try to say that she surpassed or she's bigger than or whatever, it doesn't even make sense to do. But also, like, we don't have to do that. Like, Yeah, just let her be her. Yeah, people (laughs) who are great, they accomplish what they accomplish. And then even somebody who comes after them, like, nobody's ever going to be able to be a star on the level that Michael was because... There are some things you can only do once, right? What Michael did, what Prince did, even if you take it further into the pop realm, what Madonna did, et cetera, you can, what Ariza did, you can only do some of those things once. And then there can mm-hmm. be people who might be as skilled, as talented, as whatever. But once you've seen it happen once, everybody else is coming after. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it's like yeah. Michael, only one Michael could ever happen. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. No matter that, how yeah. outstanding anyone else is, Michael stands alone. Like yeah. nobody and else is fainting alone. at these concerts. Yeah. People <laughs> give birth at Beyonce concerts. Well, or almost that. give birth at Beyonce concerts. <laughs> but no. nobody is fainting. Like there's that famous clip of Michael Jackson carrying a woman off stage to security <laughs> because Word. she rushed the stage and fainted in his arms. Like yeah. that is a level of stardom we don't have right now. No disrespect to B. Yeah, they, no disrespect to B. She's incredible. Yeah, she's incredible. There was nothing like him before him. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know if maybe anything like that after. Um, and so, I mean, I guess we'll say peace to Beyonce before we move on. For, uh, and happy great, birthday, B. For a great tour, because I think it ends with, like in, uh, in San Francisco this week, correct? Oh, it ends in New Orleans. Oh, it was in New Orleans? Oh, October. He still has Houston and New Orleans ahead. Oh, oh okay, okay, my fault. Houston's okay. gonna be wild, and I think New Houston's gonna, gonna be buck wild. Houston's gonna be buck wild because that's. Gonna... I wouldn't mind going one more time. I know it's not. A lot in, of my friends are going. Um, a lot of my friends are going to New Orleans. I yeah, will I, say, I don't know that I'm pressed to go again. I don't know. It's a very long show. It was an enjoyable show. It's a long ass fucking show. I just don't know if I want to sit through another three hours. Twice, I would yeah. go right now. Huh? I would go right now. <laughs> I, but I, also, I mean, that's again, it's no shot to be, is no shot to the show. I enjoyed the experience. I would be interested in going again only because I didn't see her do, she didn't do Drunken Love and a couple of other joints that she All up in your mind. That, all up in your mind and thick that she yeah, said. Thick. But I also don't know that I need to do it again. I don't know. I, and I'm also very like, there are a few tours that I need to see over and over again. Like there are artists I'll see over and over again. I don't always need to see the same set over and over again, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. So mm-hmm. I get it. For some people, it's a different kind of experience. Um, so I, I was debating, I was like, Do I want to try to go? But then I was like, bitch, you still need to go see Usher. Like, stop chasing me. You know, yeah. like yeah. Oh, Usher's, or, do, or, Usher, or, Usher's or, doing Paris too. Uh, in, right. on this or, one. 
figure out these Tony, Tony, Tony dates and if you go into the bait. Like, oh, yeah. Go see Ray and you'll see Ray in there. There's other things I need to try to do than go see another Beyonce show. Victoria Monet is here soon, too. I'm That's excited. a lot of I think she starts, um, she starts on the 25th of September. Yeah, it's just um, a couple shows, too. So. Oh, yeah. speaking of shows, before we get, and I know we're on like all kinds of tangents, two things. <laughs> First thing is, I'm very excited. It's still a month away, but I'm very excited because I'm going to the Force Tour when it comes to D.C. I'm excited about that. Um, oh, yeah. LL and them? LL and the Roots. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I'm super excited about that. I don't know who they're bringing out, but they will have had a month to rest up because there's a month between their last two days. They have, because they've been back to back, and then they have D.C., like October 15th, and then they have Boston, like November 15th. So I don't know why there's so much time between those last two shows. The Roots might have to do Fallon. They might have to go back to Fallon. That could mm-hmm. be part of it. Um, but I'm excited about it. I'm excited about going to that. Um, especially since I missed all the fucking hip hop fifty shit. I've seen some clips. Hello, I mean not not. I mean he's a great. Sh- I've seen him several right. times. He's he I haven't a great seen show. a well performed since like. Bro, bro, you ain't going. That's your man. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably not gonna go. But but um, you know, to, to me, man, like like Todd is. That's he's just a fuck. Yeah, yeah. like. There's no there's that that's that's my goat for real for yeah. a multitude of reasons. And like if you've ever seen him first of all, here's one of the things that I think is grossly underrated about him and performing. There is no hype man. Right. No, never has been. It never has been. Ne- like never. I think if I'm not mistaken, I think KRS, Kane, and him. Might be the only ones with no hype man. People who are backed by a DJ is a hype man. Yeah, but yeah. I mean Kane had yeah. dancers, so he did have that. And I mean LL had his dancers for a little while too. Um, yeah, I mean yeah, every, so everybody Kane, went but, through the two the, the flat top dancers. The two niggas who look like twins but didn't look nothing alike at the same yeah, time. Exactly yeah, like, at, yes. at all. Them niggas, them, them, yeah. them niggas, yeah. niggas doing the same, doing the same exact choreography at the same, same exact time. So that's I'm that's like, what niggas used to actually rehearse. Right. <laughs> I, I probably won't. I probably won't go to that show. Not because I wouldn't. I, I don't think I wouldn't enjoy it. But um, you know, I, I just I'm at the point now where concerts have to really align with me because yeah. you know sometimes it's a lot of work to be quite frank. And yeah, I don't really yeah. want to deal with that shit. Like, you know what I mean? I want to get dropped off. I want to walk in. I want to see the show. I want to get back in my car and I want to go on my way. Yeah, yeah. Like right. all the extracurricular shit is not always enjoyable for me. I think the last show I went to was any at Prudential. Mm. Cause that shit, that shit was up the street. Nigga, I'm yeah, 20 the, minutes. The block. Yeah. Yeah. You, 20 minutes. Home. The opening act could be on. The opening act could be on. I could leave when the opening act go on. I'm not missing nothing. No, I know the last show. The last show you went to was Janet for the same reason. It was up the street from you in Atlanta. Yes. Yes. Well, oh, no, no, no. You know, um, oh, yes, yes. I did go to Janet. I did go to Janet. And again, I walked to the concert. (laughs) Yeah. So it's a block, you know. Quite literally. Yeah. Side, side, side. One more thing. Almost much of shows. This is my last thing and I'm done. I'm going to see Janelle Monet soon, but what I'm really excited about is that Flyanna Boss is opening for her. And I'm so oh, excited. That's right. Y'all like the, y'all like the so remix? Excited. 
Love. Have, have you heard the remix? Yet? I love the Missy remix. I love for them that they got Missy on it. Like that's so dope. Mm-hmm. I love Missy. So, so, so here's a funny here's a funny story. So when we did Essence, um, I kind of advanced over to the hotel after party. Um just because I felt like it was just going to be a little bit of a shit show in terms of like security is sort of making sure everything was easy for them to come in. Mm. And so I'm at the, you know, I'm at the party fairly early and I'm like, there are these two girls who are fucking super energetic and they are literally dancing like no one's watching. Like I was, <laughs> you cannot, you couldn't really take your eyes off of them. And it was like, they, they, they're really, you know, they're dancing together. They look like they were having the fucking time of their life. Only to fast mm-hmm. forward a couple months later and figure that it's that's them. who that was. Right? That was but like, I love that. I they, love were, they were exactly what you thought they were. Mm-hmm. That's, what they, that's exactly what they were doing. That's dope. You know what I'm that's saying? Dope. It was, it was, it was pretty... It was, I was like, damn, they look really familiar. I was like, I've fucking seen them before. And then I'm rewinding in my head, and boom, that's when I was like, girls, oh. girls I yes. love that. I yeah, love that's it. Dope. Good for them. Good for them. A um, couple new records dropped last night. Um, uh, my man Sanford dropped a song, which I love. His song is fire. It's called Only. Um, Bryson Tiller dropped a record for like a Fall Patrol soundtrack, though. It's really weird. It's like sounds like a Jason Derulo song. Was, was, I'm sure you know, I'll be hearing it very soon. Yeah, you'll be hearing it definitely. And then um, uh, Cardi B dropped uh, her single with Bongos. Meg The Stallion called Bongos. Y'all heard Bongos yet? I heard it. What do you think? I have not. I mean, it. it's fun. It's a fun record. Yeah, I know that I'm gonna be like blasting it. The video is cute. <laughs> I heard some people say, or I saw some people say they felt like they kind of phoned it in just to do a WAP part two. Yeah, I think they wanted yeah. to make like a cute video together and they needed a vehicle. But even the video was WAP-ish. You the video is very it, sexy and like, I love the, mm-hmm. like they did that. The visuals are fly. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very fly. Yeah. So, um, but I, I just was just watching an interview with Cardi on Hot Night 7 this today and she still says she's gonna drop it out until next year so um and no date like sometime next year like so um, so Jeff, like, i have a question why okay. do you think because people have been asking me this and i don't i have theories but you're the person to ask why do you think especially considering the success of um the singles that she's kind of dropped to test mm-hmm. the order why do you think it's taking her so long to turn the actual album in um Think it's think a her the, thing or an Atlantic thing? No, it's it's totally a her thing. Mm-hmm. Atlantic will put her shit out today if they could. Right. Um, I think it's a her thing. I think, um, you know the we know the first album was crazy successful. Uh, every, I think, every song on every song on that album has been registered platinum at least. There's a right. couple records that have been registered diamond. Um, so the album was incredibly successful. Um, and when you put out your first album and it gets blows up like that, I think for a lot of artists, most artists, it causes you to do what I'm sure Cardi is doing, which is second guess everything. Cause you don't want to, you don't want to fuck up. You want to fuck up. Exactly. So that's why it was a lot of, um, put a feature out or put this little thing out and see what happens. Cause she's very, I think she's still very, um, uh, unsure of the direction that she wants to go. Um, 
And so I think that's what it is. I think I think if they could they could pull together now, like I said today, I'm sure they've cut so many songs. But um, and that was my other, my other issue with this song. It's not that it's whack, but it's like I know you guys have been cutting for at least a solid year, year and a half, and this is the record. <laughs> like like after 18 months of work, like oh, it's not a bad record, but we've heard this before. Like this is it. Like so. But yeah, I think it's totally hard just just kind of being unsure of putting out of something and say catching a sophomore slump. Um, uh, I wanted to mention oh, so the weekend, um, which seems like a month ago, I went to an event here. My boy Malcolm came down. Um, he he was participating in some bike ride they do every year Labor Day, um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So we hung out and they had a thing here called House in the Park. Which is basically like Sunday sermon from Atlanta. Yeah, I've heard of that. It's, 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 like, actually, it's more like it's, the Chicago. It's like the Chicago. Yes, yeah, it's 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 just the guys who do it are from Chicago. Actually. Okay, so it's very similar to the chosen ones in Chicago. Um, apparently, I didn't know they, they've been doing this nineteen years. <laughs> I didn't realize it was that long. I've heard of it, but I didn't realize it was that long. Yeah, it was it was up though. It was up. They get a massive crowd out there. It feels almost like um a house music Greek fest. Because okay. there's a lot of people with the tents and the big, you know, blow up uh, beds and right. grand paraphernalia and cooking out, and so it's very family driven too. It's a lot of children out there, but then they they have uh, in this particular park they have a, a basketball court, a big. I think it's probably like three three full courts, and they close that off, and that, that's the dance floor. Um, but it was very enjoyable. Next year's the 20th anniversary, so there'll probably be some special stuff, but. That was a that was a good time. It was a, that was a really good time. It was a, during the day, so you know you get out of there about six, seven o'clock. It was fun. Um, let's talk about you know I don't, oh no nah, I want to mention um, I saw you did a little TikTok about it the updated Boys to Men record. Jesus, okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's water um, runs dry. Was it water runs dry? Right. The yeah, it one. was water. What the sample was water runs dry. I yeah. don't know. I don't even, I didn't even bother to commit this child's name to memory. There's some little girl rapper. Apparently this song has been out for a year. There's some really? Or almost. I didn't know that. There's some little girl. Okay. A friend DM'd it to me. And because I had to see it, I was like, everybody got to see it. Um, And I, and I hope, I hope it crosses faces desk. Um, Some little girl did. I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will. Remix using or not a bounce mix doing the water runs dry sample. That's not the problem. The problem is the song is called Pussy Water. Yep. And so you got, <laughs> so you got, you know, the water, the end of the hook is like, you know, let's not wait till the water runs dry. We'll make the biggest mistake of our lives. And then it's like, doo 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 you know, the bounce, do yeah. you know, the bounce, but then it's like, pussy water, pussy water, pussy water, pussy water, pussy water. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and, I, and I actually, my, my, um, caption was, what in the nay hell is that? Like, nah, we, I don't mean to cut you off. We got to start suing these niggas, man. <laughs> I know that Kenneth Bryan Edmonds, he might be in a ratchet phase. He ain't, he ain't that ratchet. He ain't he that ratchet. Like, oh, oh my God. God. There is yeah. no way he cleared that. And, no, like, and, and literally, ain't no going around him. Look at the credits. Written by, produced by, one name. Yeah. Kenneth Edmonds. You know what I'm saying? Like, so somebody pulled up the title credits. That's him playing the guitar. Streaming. It's on streaming. <laughs> and oh, it's on streaming? It's on streaming. 
And sure enough, somebody pulled up the title credits. Ain't no, ain't no Kenny Edmonds nowhere up in that bitch. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, litigation wish, immediately. <laughs> I don't wish ill fortune on any virgin and artist, but stop playing these fucking games. At least know who to play with. How are you playing with a number one fucking record by Babyface? What is wrong? You deserve to get sued he, just for that. He he better call he better call uh, 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 Marvin Gaye and them peoples and uh, get, get, get get this ball get this goddamn ball rolling because enough for this shit because they because will sue everyone immediately they are they are suing everyone I feel like every time I say the name Marvin Gaye there's a potential suit there's a potential like my nigga I'm just like I again. This is no, because somebody was in, because I posted on Music Center, I posted shit on Twitter, because I was outraged. And <laughs> somebody was in, my Music Center replies like, oh, y'all chill, that's my friend, she made a joke. I don't give a fuck, my nigga, like, you are Yo, making money off of it. Look, so so she just pulled it up, Inca just pulled it up, she's showing it to um, the screen. It's on streaming. If it was <laughs> a joke, keep that shit on the playground. The moment you started getting and- paid off of it, and I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. I'm gonna keep it a buck with you, even when it's a joke. So, so one of the biggest scams that happened in sort of that mid early 2000s and like 2010s era was like, we're gonna just record this this sample, this very mm-hmm. clear and obvious sample, and when it doesn't get cleared, we're gonna just fucking leak it. Right. It and, leaks. And, and, air quotes. Yes. And and so. Publishers and artists started getting hip to that shit. And technically, you're not even supposed to record. You're supposed to get permission before mm-hmm. you even record the shit. Right. T- technically. Let alone, yeah. technically. Let alone master it. Master right. it and fucking leak it. Like, that's right. crazy to me that yeah. you guys, right. that, like, that, that, the idea that, and this is, and this is what happens when an entire structure of, um, and not to get like too complicated, but this is what happens when an entire, um, structure of business people are just sucked away from the creative part. Mm-hmm. Like there's no ability to say, my nigga, you cannot do that. Yeah, you can't <laughs> like, do that. Yeah. Like in this case, right now. Can I also, not only is it on streaming, she put out that they, she shot a video, like my dude. <laughs> There is also merch. And can I just tell you, the merch is bottles of water that say pussy water. $60 for a 14 count. How many? Alkaline water. $60? $60. Or $5 per bottle. For some water? Sue her. Sue her. Sue her. Producer. Sue her. Man. Sue every fucking body. And listen, like I said, sue them for sixty dollars for some, I know for $60 for some water. I understand <laughs> the challenge in trying to get put on and grab attention in today's like fight for consumer attention and 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 and, and all the content that you're fighting against. And I get it. Know who to play with. Babyface is not the nigga. You want to play these games? I, I'm, the I'm artist's just gonna name say. is also FIFA Flame. And because she's apparently a big soccer fan, I'm reading this right now. But you can also can't do. use the name FIFA. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, she want to get so, Here's what's going to end up happening. That young person is going to end up own, owing Babyface several albums. When this yeah. is all said and done, Word. 
the, the next several albums that they produce are probably all going to face him. Oh, because- don't let her, don't let her. It's actually against her best interest to get a deal because if she yeah. should be attached yes. to a major it's company, a that's, when it's, coming. that's yeah. when it's coming. So she has actually put herself in a position of great disadvantage because if this comes to Babyface's attention and if he should decide he wants to sue, he's going to wait. And if oh, he definitely knows. Yeah, and if he's she gets a deal, I mean, that's when he's suing. There's like 559 monthly listeners right now. I think we can just handle this with a cease and desist and like a takedown. Hopefully she doesn't I mean, we can't, but see, this is just like a good chunk of the song as is. Like there isn't even a mix. Niggas play too much. Y'all play entirely too much. We know, if we don't know shit else about the music business, it's not not a chopped and screwed sample. It's not a flip sample. It's not in reverse. It's It's a loop. It's not it's 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 up. It is a it is a clear as you got the whole goddamn chorus in that bitch. Like, are you on crack? You know what I'm saying? Like, I I'm sure Wanye Wanye and him like, damn. Wanye and Sean probably on the phone right now. Like, damn, nigga, they not flipped that shit. Play too much, and frankly, <laughs> you deserve to get all your fucking publishing taken just for that shit. Seriously. Speaking speaking of shit, so. There was a bad incident on a Delta flight from Atlanta to Barcelona. The Somebody on segue is ridiculous. Hey, hey, hey. Somebody, I don't know if they ate something bad or whatever. They had I a massive so case of diarrhea. Bad for that person. Can <laughs> you imagine? Massive case of diarrhea. Did, did you see the video from that? Yeah, they, oh didn't, they didn't even make it to, they didn't make it to the, the cargo toilet. department. It really went all the way down the aisle. Like they basically just really shit, shit was flying out the ass all the way to the. All right. To the, um, I got. I got questions. <laughs> okay. <laughs> go 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 go. I've traveled quite a bit in my day. Um, I've eaten several bad and uh, several questionable <laughs> meals <laughs> on the way to and from airports. Like, like there is definitely warning signs that you're yeah. about to put on yourself yeah, before you. Like, I can't imagine that your stomach was not rumbling, my nigga, for like a smooth two hours prior to you having uncontrollable shit. Like, like we're not talking about, we're not talking about, yo, my stomach is bad and I'm just blowing up the bathroom. We're talking about a person who literally could not hold their shit in. Yeah. Like, there's no way that before that flight, when they were boarding and whatever boarding process they were in, that you didn't feel the inclination. Like, like, no, let me go to the bathroom here on, in, in the I, airport. I also maybe this wasn't a young person. Maybe this mm. wasn't like a food poisoning if thing. You and are not in a wheelchair. If you are not being wheeled up to your seat, if you are flying alone, if your boarding pass is on your phone, you are capable to know you about to shit on yourself, about my to, nigga. About to, about to now, clean if it you out. shit on yourself in the bathroom because you just was ten seconds too late, Didn't make it. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm gonna let that go. <laughs> getting on up the, the plane, aisle, nigga, up the aisle, up the aisle. Getting on the plane when the <laughs> like, my nigga. And where were you going? 
Did you just not feel like going the other way? Because I'm saying <laughs> if shit is rolling down your leg, my nigga, it's probably best for you to go the other way. Atlanta to Barcelona is not, not like all of this could have happened inside of the flight time. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. but that's the thing. They were only they were only two hours out. Two hours in. Two hours in. They, they, they were first. He just said two out. hours. So say like my stomach started an hour in. Like I can just fair. Up yeah, see, I, I, I was thinking but maybe they was... he had to hold it because you know when you first take off you you can't get up. So I'm like, right. but this it wasn't that. It was two hours in. Amen. 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 If you but if you got to put me on a no fly list because I got up to go take a shit, then I'm just on a no fly list because I'm not <laughs> shitting on myself. If the decision is. If the decision is shitting on myself or going on a plane or or, or having a stewardess or a flight attendant upset with me, then guess what? Y'all going to have to be upset. Because guess who's not shitting shitting on themselves if they can stop it? And then, I and then they try, It's then very they try, black and white for you. I I understand. I cannot wrap my. If you listen, let me also be clear. <laughs> I, I don't want to be dismissive of a person with any sort of disability, and I'm not trying. And and, and disabilities come in all forms, right? So this is mm-hmm. not me. Okay. You know what I'm saying? No one I, thinks I, that you're ableist or anything. Yeah, like I don't want to be that guy, right? But I think that if you are physically on a plane, if you are able to move, if you are operating and functioning, I'm just saying there's, I've, I've been to Atlanta airport. There are plenty of places for you to get some shit to help you stop your stomach from rumbling <laughs> like that. Prior <laughs> to boarding a nine hour flight, my nigga, Word. like that is crazy that to me. Like, I'm like, telling you this. And, and let me like, just say this last thing now. Let me just say this last me, thing. Like that was something violent. Let so, me just say this last thing. <laughs> I and and I say this because I've done this. I've I I was in South Africa and we were supposed to take a trip from Durban to uh Johannesburg on a bus. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And my motherfucking stomach was not cooperating. <laughs> my stomach like, no. told me my stomach told me you better pay another night in this hotel and you better take a goddamn shuttle yeah. in, in the morning and meet them where and you need to meet them. Because this here ain't going to work out on that bus <laughs> in the next five hours. But not, exactly. I mean, it, it's going it, it, to be some trouble. It's going to be some trouble. It's going to be some furniture. It's going to be some furniture moving on that motherfucking bus. Right? So I'm saying. I just want to express my deepest compassion to the person because everyone knows what you look like. There was EMTs waiting for you after the, like, you still got to get to Barcelona if that's your home. Like, I don't yeah. think anyone was, like, from Atlanta, leaving Atlanta to Barcelona and coming back per se that that happened to you. I don't know that you get on that flight if it's not urgent to get to the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You would yeah, just have rough. to it was just rough. It was bury rough. me loose right there at the airport because yeah. I'm not leaving. Then they tried to clean up a paper towels and shit. And they were was... just trying to mask the smell so people weren't throwing I would've, out. Yeah. I would have I played, I would have, I would have done something. I would have played like something else happened. And I, I would have just done something. I'd have faked a heart attack. I'd have done something. I'd have done something. I'd have started speaking in tongues. I would have done something. 
to make somebody feel because feel I'm just, it's just difficult for me to wrap my head around this. How like, if, the again, Holy Ghost into this, please. Yes, I absolutely would have done that. So, uh, uh, other thing I just wanted to mention, well, a couple of things I want to mention. Um, so Cam and them uh, is what it is. They show, they started this show back up this week. And to, to me, they've done something brilliant. So they've, they did a deal. I think they did a deal with, but they did a, a pretty, uh, apparently a Cam pretty, and Mesa sports Cam show? and Mesa sports show. Yeah. Okay. They did a pretty good deal. They've got, you know, they've got influx of a lot of money. They got new sets as they deserve. And what they've done is they have correspondence now. But their correspondents are all kind of like the renegades or people that kind of, you know, networks on hire. So they've hired Antonio Brown for football, OJ Simpson <laughs> for football analysis, Maurice Collette Claret for college football analysis. Um, to get this one more, they've hired like all these kind of people, like I said, who would never get a, a regular job on a network and I thought that was brilliant especially the OJ Simpson thing because I mean we know what happened with OJ but OJ is a legendary football player he won the Heisman he's also know, 76 yeah and, and he but he know that he knows the game like he really understands the game he does it's all he's done all his life. Can you imagine? But also, it's clickbait. Let's be real. It's clickbait because it's lunacy and it's absurd. Like, but OJ, but the thing, OJ ain't on there being crazy, though. He's really just talking about the game. He's like, nah, I don't like this running back. Or I don't like this play. He's not act, uh, up there acting crazy. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. Cam, well, it's Cam a matter of time before that nigga pops off and says something wild. Yo, I think Antonio Brown is lot, be the first person to fuck the fuck Oh, out. yeah, sure. And the, I watched the clip yesterday with Maurice Claret, and again, he really understands college football. He won a Heisman, you know, and he's very open about, yeah, I was in the pen, I was selling drugs. Like they're not hiding anything, but he really, he really understands the game, and he works with kids now and stuff. So I don't know. I, I just, I, I just like what they did. Maybe I'm being a softie because they giving niggas a shot. It's real. I mean, it's smart. It's smart from a. It's smart because it's definitely a draw. Like they definitely, definitely. created a draw. I just don't know, I just don't know how, I don't know how, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know how, um, like how, like they were doing it. I don't know that they were doing it from like the bottom of their heart. Like we want to get these niggas. No, no, no. They knew. Yeah, of course. So much as it was, you know, it would be crazy. It would be crazy if we got da, 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 da. But they got them. That's what I'm saying. But they went out there. They cut a deal with these well, people. Well, niggas ain't them. doing nothing. I mean, in fairness, it ain't like the <laughs> niggas had a bevy of offers that they were yeah. turning down shit. I true, mean, it was like, true. yo, come do this for whatever. And yeah, I mean, they'll jump at the chance because what is it? An hour or two of work a week? Maybe. <laughs> whatever yeah, 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 exactly. You know what I'm exactly. saying? I mean, it's not a heavy lift. I mean, yeah, so I totally heavy lift. did it. And they're doing it on Zoom. So they're, they're at their cribs. Well, they're not my, even in the studio. <laughs> Nigga, them niggas is in a car. Them, them niggas is like me. Them niggas is taking like me. Them niggas in a parking lot. Them niggas in between. Nigga, nigga maybe on his lunch break. <laughs> OJ in between rounds of golf and shit. Yeah, come so, on. Yeah, so, you I know, it's, it. it's fine. Um, Top Boy is back. They, um, in it. Uh, they dropped two days ago. Um, there's only six episodes and this is the last season. Only six episodes, not eight. I was surprised. Um, I'm up to four. Um, of course, no spoilers, but a lot of shit is happening. Um, and they cover, you know, a couple of social, 
events too. Well, I could say this without spoiling. They they uh, cover immigration, like the British version of ICE, like people come mm-hmm. to take people away. That's that's an overlying story arc. I don't want to say anything else, but it's a lot of shit happening. Um, and it's you know it's good, it's well written, the whole shit is dope. And they got everybody. One thing about Top Boy has been very impressive to me is this show started in 2011 with Summer House, right? So this is now mm-hmm. obviously 23, and every character um, who's still on the show who hasn't, who hasn't died on the show, it's still, like even when they was little kids, it's the same person. It's not like it switched okay. out somebody. Yeah, it's the same people. Like every, it's like, oh shit, that's so and so, but they just got older. And this is so and so. So it's kind of like you see the growth. Not, I don't know if the growth is the right word, but you see the, you know, the journey of these characters. Cause it, literally you see them, like there's a girl in there who's like, you know, slim and cute. And now she's kind of middle aged and stuff. But you kind of see the growth of the characters because the people are actually aging, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, if I you finished the summer you finished house. Summer house? Yeah, it's yeah. dope, right? Dope. Yeah, but it gets better. The seasons get better. Like the, it gets even better than what yeah. you. Said. I just, I just want to speak on. I won't give any spoilers. I haven't gotten as far as you, Jeff. But mm-hmm. um, the only thing I will say is that you can clearly tell um, by the writing and sort of the episodes that it's a six episode season, right? Mm-hmm. Like because it's very boom, 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 right? Like yeah. there is. You know, and and I think that I think we really do need to start like, uh, you know, I need to figure out, like, how do you judge a season of six episodes like that is just such a small number of of, Mm. that's such a small amount of content. Right. Like and it's not even just them. It was it was um, what's the show with Mike Epps? Oh, Uh, Netflix. Upshaws. The Upshaws. The Upshaws. Six episodes, man. So we're 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 doing this thing now, and I, and I, and I think I've talked to you guys about this before, where I kind of pointed out that family, uh, family time or whatever the show is that has one of the twins. I can't remember if it's T or Tamara. Oh yeah, oh, family, yeah. Reunion. Oh, family reunion. I love that show. Family reunion. And so if you look at it, you know, like I said, they do season A, B, C, and a lot of this is just, a lot of these are just technicalities for these networks to kind of keep you in the season one stranglehold of your contract and break up the season, so to speak. Mm. Um, Right. And not have to give you the bumps in pay and give you the pickup bonuses and give you the, you know what I'm saying? Like all of the sorts of things that would be required um, and that's what, you know, this, this, you know, to me, man, just watching it, something go from 10 episodes, like, like you, we've, we've wrapped our heads around mentally the 10 episode season, mm-hmm. right. And, in, in streaming and even for Lioness, Lioness, which is a great show that was on Paramount, us on Paramount, very good show. It ends in a very unsatisfying way. Right. Mm. It's flat. It's eight episodes. And you're just like, what the fuck, man? And and for Paramount, this is uh, stretched out. They don't bend. They don't do the traditional Netflix model of, of everything is released on the same day. They would do a two episode release. And then every week you'd have to come back to watch. They've done this mm. with Mayor Kingstown, Tulsa King, all of that. And. So you don't really know you don't know that there's only eight episodes unless you're like digging deep into um 
online and kind of like doing these searches, right? Like you, you, your assumption is that this will be at a minimum a 10 episode season. So when you're kind of jerked for those two episodes or three episodes, and in this case, four episodes, like four, like, dude, we're, we're talking about almost half of a normal season here. Yeah. 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 I just, I just think it's, I think it, I think it's, I think it's really, I think it's really fucked up and I think it's really hard to like, like how do you even judge that for like Emmys and awards yeah. seasons and things of that nature? And it's like, yo, you're going to give somebody a best supporting award for like literally like 17 minutes of screen time for a yeah, season. Yeah. So they might've like, even been in all six episodes. They might've been yeah, three, it's yeah. like, it's just, it's just wild to me, man, that, that, that they're doing this and particularly for shows that have, um, a great life. Like you can obviously see the comparisons to the wire, right? Like there's a lot mm. of um draws from the wire. Um mm, definitely. And, and 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 which is actually smart because it was a great fucking show and it's a mm. hit show and it, it has lived, you know, for a long time. So I would have loved to have seen this sort of play out mm. properly. Yeah. And I just don't anticipate yeah, I don't anticipate six episodes giving me the satisfaction of of what that's gonna look like. Yeah, I was surprised it was six too. And very much in the same way that we looked at like uh, the way we looked at Snowfall, right? Like even though people were not particularly happy about Snowfall's ending. And they may not have had the personal satisfaction. You couldn't really argue that the story was not fleshed out. You could yeah. not argue that it was the, like the process wasn't taken to really develop characters. And you really watch these people mm-hmm. and their roller coaster. You can't be on a roller coaster for six episodes. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, no spoilers, but there is a character in this new season that you know is gone by like episode in episode three, so basically two and a half, and I. I really wanted to see a lot more development of that of this particular character. I was like, damn. Like when I was like, damn, he he's actually dead. Like I was I was like, damn, that was, that was well, quick. You I know? think I feel like TV has just changed altogether. Like there is no how we're re- revisiting shows with streaming now and shows that had 18 and 24 episode seasons that are now like cult classics, but we didn't know it was a cult classic back then. They just kept making them, making them, making them. Cause that's what yeah, happened like, on Thursday like, night. Like the wire. Now, yeah. like there's no chance for something to be appreciated later because they mm-hmm. shoot out six episodes. If the audience doesn't immediately like it, watch it the first four days. This one's canceled. We're moving. So over. You're not getting character development. You're not getting, even like I get the strike because there's no chance for residuals or for, uh, what is it, syndication and making money off of this later because it's only going to be in this one place with these six episodes forever. Yeah. Yeah. You're just not getting it. So, yeah. So I'm I'm enjoying it, but I am definitely disappointed when I realized it was only six. I was like, damn. I mean, it's the final season. I thought you were really like go low. Go a little ham, you know. Um, but it's a good you know, show, though. I mean, it's a dope shit. show. Well, you, but it, it's not six in the parts that you, where you're watching. I think it's it's well, tens. It's tens. The Eight summer tens. house joints is like two seasons of four episodes, and then I think this one is ten. Eight or ten, yeah. So you're gonna you're gonna get a you're gonna you're gonna get a lot of character development in um where you're from where you're watching. Um, yeah. That's also, also the reason the last season of Game of Thrones fucking sucked because they just cut it off at the knees. 
Yeah. That's the creator's fault because they were in a rush to get to the to get to streaming contracts. Yeah. I get, but still, shit. Um, wanted to mention. Excuse me. Um, bro, I mean. Are you are you allowed to? You, I get well. Bro's not going to be involved with this, but I want to mention uh, loving hip hop, uh, Spice and Erica controversy. Um, I haven't really, I haven't watched the full episodes, but um, piece them on to me entertainment because, um, and, and I and I guess I guess MTV not VH1 because they do they do a great job with the clips, like putting the clips mm-hmm. on social media. You can pretty much you can kind of follow a lot without having to watch a full episode and know what's going on. So um, I don't know which episode this was. I guess it was a couple of weeks ago. Um, Erica and Spice had a huge argument because, um, correct me if I'm wrong, because sometimes we get the details wrong, as y'all know, but Spice was in the hospital for, I don't know what the illness was, but she was, she was lo- almost lost her life. She was very, very mm-hmm. ill. And <clears throat> obviously she made it back and God bless for that. Um, but she um, is feeling away because she feels like some of the cast members didn't support her the way she thought they would have with, in such a life-threatening situation. Yeah. And I think she counts Erica as one of those people because, you know, apparently they were pretty close before this because, you know, because uh, Spice and Safari are close because of the whole Jamaican heritage thing and so on and so on. So um, it reaches a fever pitch where they sit down with Shekana, who... She kind of being the mediator is 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 crazy is wild, wild. <laughs> it's wild as hell. Shout out to Shikana. Yeah, piece of Shikana. So they start getting into it, and um, in my opinion, and again, I, I'm I'm not a woman. It seems like women see these, see a lot of this different, but in my opinion, Spice went up a few levels. Again, I haven't watched the, 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 the full show, so maybe other things happened that I didn't know about. But it mm-hmm. felt like to me. Spice turned up the heat a little bit, like quickly, right? Like, in, uh, in, in, but yes, he reacted to Erica's completely irrational arguments. I think Erica is upset that Safari was like moved yes, I forgot by. Um, yeah, he, he was like, if, if, if Spice, Spice had died, so right. yeah, if Spice had died. I don't know what I would do. And Erica was like, yeah, well, when I was in a hospital, was was, yeah, because yeah. she had a difficult, difficult delivery, right. and she's mm. like. But nigga, like I'm your wife, and you never said no shit like that you about me. Partying right. somewhere? Okay, you was so Erica, yeah. Erica was projecting. So here's mm-hmm. the, here's the thing, and I will also say I didn't watch the full clip, but based on what I saw and based on the discourse I'm seeing online, here's the thing: Spice said something to Erica along the lines of, "That's why your son doesn't love you." Yeah, right? but, but right. she said, but 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 said before that, just remember before that, that before that, Erica. Uh, was beefing about Safari, and then it, it kind of it just felt like Spice ratcheted it up a little bit. Right. What I'm saying is that the 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 thing that Erica is calling out that Spice said, yes. Erica is trying to justify her comment by saying Spice brought her child into it. Yes. But what, but what Spice said wasn't an insult to Erica's child. It was an attack on Erica's character as a mother. Yeah. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? See, that so as a woman, as, yeah, child, as, as a dude, I would I wouldn't have thought. You say, she said, I would have just said, "Yo, your... she talked crazy about her kid." Right. Like, she said, "This is why your, your child doesn't even love like you. you." She said, "This is why your child doesn't love you." That's an attack on Erica. That's an attack to Erica's character. Erica mm. turned around and called her a blue monkey. That, that is racist, yeah. right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's racist. Really I'm not <laughs> that's saying racist. Huh? 
I said, that's racist. Also, <laughs> shout out to Bonami and the King. Peace to Justin. Peace to Justin, who was very upset that he did not get anything from that. I'm no royalties. I'm supposed to be sitting on 30 men. Right. So the, so the thing is, if an attack to your character inspires you to respond with a racist, with like the ugliest, vilest racist shit you can say, like that's your immediate trigger response, mm-hmm. nigga. You racist. You know what I'm saying? Like that. That's kind of because she didn't come yeah, back totally and fair. say, "Well, that's why you ain't shit," or "That's why you blah blah." blah. She said, "You blue monkey." You know what I'm saying? Like it's it was, it was, it was a completely different level. It was raw. It was raw. I, you know, I you know, I'm gonna fall back because obviously I'm not a woman, so it's the things I just right. don't understand. But I just I thought like that I'm, I just wanted to say, if I sound like I'm yelling, it's because I do not have on earbuds. And I realized that I probably sound loud as hell on the uh, volumes, but did, I'm just in my living room, like whatever. Okay. Just, just yeah. the levels, fix the levels when you. When you <laughs> but um, I don't think you have to be a woman to like. You're also a dad, yeah. so somebody was like, "That's why that's your what, sons don't love you." In the I'm middle, swinging. I'm I'm swinging. I'm swinging. I'm swinging. Swinging, sure. Yeah, but yes. you don't go to like. That's why you're. Yeah. It's not the like fact that she, it's not the fact that she retaliated at all. It's what she, it's, it's like it's the fact that she immediately went to with the racism. With the racism, right. yeah. Right. And there is I'm no context you. in which you can call a black presenting person anything of the ape family and it any kind of any kind of <laughs> primate. Any kind of primate at all whatsoever. Inside out trying to is ridiculous. But to I want to say, but to me, Erica to me, and the uh, what's my girl's name? Um, who used to fuck with Kanye? I can't remember nobody's name today. What's my girl's name? Yeah, Amber Rose. The oh, Erica oh. and the Ambers. The clock is ticking on them. They getting them the fuck up out of here. I, I want to say they this got though. Amber the fuck up out of here after That's that. That's what I mean. It's, it's kind of tight on Amber right now. Um, I thought me myself personally, I thought. <laughs> Erica saying I you should have died on the table was way worse than calling her a monkey. I feel like that, they're neck and neck. Okay. Yeah, that was bad, but that one is just Erica being a mean girl. The other one is racist. That's the difference. Yeah. And the yeah. reason that the racist one is is the one that's getting the attention is because, as everybody is pointing out, much like Amber, you built your entire career and your notoriety off yeah, your association black with black folks. people. And like, but when, but when pressed, your true colors come out immediately, you know. It felt like to me that, um, Erica, that was in the chamber. Like for some reason, Erica had thought that for a long time and this, this let it out. Like, I don't think she made it up on the spot. But like thinking that, but to me, it doesn't mean it was in the chamber. It means, sorry, that's my doorbell. I'm about to go get it. But to me, it's not just that it was in the chamber. It's like, that's how you think and what you're suppressing all the time. If that's what mm. in a moment okay. of anger, like that's what's in your head and you keeping it quiet. That's your first voice. If that's what you let out in the heat. Immediately. Yeah. So raising black children. Wow. Yes. So um, this caused a, a ruckus. There was a lot of this table flipping. It was some shoe throwing. It was good old chaotic. fashioned reality television. Good program. old fashioned reality piece of Mona Me Entertainment again. Um and then um Erica um was was she suspended or let let go off the season? I'm not uh, sure. It's one. reported that she was fired. That's the word okay. I keep seeing. It's like fired from 
appearing on the show. Yeah, I don't know which one it is, but she, I don't think she's going to be on the show anymore. And it yeah. caused a lot of discourse on social media about who was right, who was wrong. And um, why is this the offense that gets people fired? And yeah, this basically the conversation we just had was right. had, being had on social media, but like I think a lot more intensely than what we just had. And um, with a lot less nuance. Cause no nuance. No, no one nuance. can, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, ah, it was very interesting. Um, good times. I might start watching again. I don't know. Yeah, good good times. <laughs> good times were had by all. Um, I wanted to also mention, um, was this in your neck of the woods, Inca? In Maryland? The cop who was... That's in my it's that's in both in the parts. It's in Maryland, yeah. I thought it was in Montgomery County. I'm in Montgomery. I thought it was in Montgomery County. It's I in think, the DMV for sure. I think the guy's name is Montgomery, and it's in it's PG County Police. Okay, because I'm mm. I'm we're both right next to PG County. I'm I saw it posted by some Montgomery County site, I think, and I'm in Montgomery County. Yeah, okay, yeah. but yeah, so oh, this, this cop <laughs> this cop was caught blazing on film uh, blazing chicks in the back of his police cruiser in some park in Maryland somewhere. Uh, two cruiser. different women that. Two d- different women that we saw, and his right, wife that we th- saw. That we the, saw. The, the exactly. He, he was do- he was doing it so comfortably that he definitely does this on the reg. Nigga at um, the playground. At the playground, yes. In no. the daytime. In the daytime. Broad day. A, you hopping in the back of the car. I grabbing ass. Yeah. I kissing like you ain't seen her all day. Word. Well, first that's of all, okay, not to make light of this in any way, shape, form, fashion whatsoever. Yeah, you can make light of it, it. Definitely a corruption of power. It's not only the fact <laughs> that the man was your man was in the cruiser in uniform for one, <laughs> but also there was a video of his wife. Yeah, I was wondering about bring that definitely up. Definitely is a former gang member. There is no way in the hell she got a tattoo on every finger, son. Like, there's no way in the hell <laughs> Ooh, his shit. wife. I just saw the little Facebook circle of her face. I didn't see the wife. His That's wife crazy. absolutely needs to be in the gang. Like, you cannot convince me <laughs> he, ain't get, he ain't get her the same way he bagged his. You cannot convince me. You cannot and then, convince me. And then the wife said that he cheats He cheats all the time. He's been cheating for years. And, and this is a white sounded, man. Yeah. And he, all he, these black women that don't look sounded, over yeah, she 18. Sound, she sounded pretty much accepting of it. She seemed, as, as in many cases, to be way more upset at the girl yeah. than the husband. Which was wild to me. Like, why are you mad at her? Um, the whole shit made me like pull my robe together. Not clutch your house coat. Clutch your house coat. Because what is going on? Did he get suspended? Anything? Uh, there, there's an investigation a- opening, yep. so he is. Uh, and yeah. apparently, he has been suspended without pay before for beating his girlfriend's son unconscious. So not the wife, a girlfriend. A girlfriend. Maybe she was the girlfriend at the time, but he beat a toddler unconscious. Yeah. He's a terrible, terrible motherfucker. But uh, not the kids. Not the kids. Not the fucking kids. Um. Yeah, that was (laughs) that was wild. Uh, Oh, BG, BG home. BG from the Hot Boys. Bling bling. Came home two days. It was yesterday, two days ago. Recently, last couple days. He's home. Um, I don't know what's going to happen musically or anything, but it seemed like, you know, baby uh, definitely is going to be straight square financially. He's probably, actually, he's probably sitting on a lot of bread. Probably better off than 
His royalties um, has probably been stacking up all, all these anyway. yeah. yeah. His his royalties probably been stacking up all these years. He's probably, you know, owed a, a chunky ass check from his own. Well, assume baby is baby one of them uh labor owners people be looking at sideways? Does he take care of his people? What I've heard I've heard I've heard baby actually takes care of his people in in a big reddish kind of way. In other words, mm. like nigga take what I give you don't ask You're going to definitely have a beautiful house. You're going to definitely have a couple cars. You're going to definitely have a jury and you're going to have a, a safe for the cash. Is that what's owed to you? Probably not. <laughs> a <laughs> like, lot more is probably like, yeah. yeah, a lot more is probably owed to you. Like don't ask gonna... me to open my books, but I'm going to hit you with a stack. Exactly. Yeah, you're going to be all right now. You're going to be good. You're going to have a bunch of money in your pocket, and you're going to be driving Lamborghini and all that. Like, But it's probably a lot more that's actually old to you, but he's going to definitely make sure you're not on the street. Um, so peace to him. The game is the game. Um, so peace to baby. Uh, I wanted to mention, there was one other thing. Oh, Bern- Danny Masterson. Speaking of jail. Oh, yeah, his child <laughs> So Danny Masterson, Masterson was one of the stars of um what's the name of the damn show? That's a 70s, 70s. That 70s show, which was a huge show for a, a run. They had a real run. Um and they they uh they this is long before streaming, so they've been in syndication for a long time. Yeah. And they make us all the cast members make substantial amount of money from this the uh, the residuals of the show because it's syndicated everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um and so Danny Masterson was uh, um, convicted of two counts of rape um, a couple of days ago and sentenced to 30 years in the California penal system. He was which convicted is... back in May, I think. Oh, he was sentenced. I'm sorry. He was sentenced, sentenced. the yeah. other day. Yeah. 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 So that was, so he's about to. Uh, 30 to life. 360 months to life. He's going to be up in Chico somewhere. Man, God, my God, my God, my God. Well, listen, my God. He did this in 2003, and he had 20 years to hang out. And stack a bunch of chips. Now you can't be out here with us. I'm sorry. Sidebar, I read that the friend, the cast of Friends, they mm-hmm. all make like, tw- I think, 20 to 30 million a year from the street, from the syndication. I believe yeah. it. They were all yeah. EPs by the end. Yeah, they yeah, they fought. They fought for that. They banded together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, they, they didn't. They didn't yeah, uh, your man that played Ross, uh, Schwimmer, he he sat that sat them down and was like, "Yo, like the only way we're gonna really g off is if they, and I said that we do this together. Like my contract mm-hmm. shouldn't be different from Jennifer's, but shouldn't be different mm-hmm. from this. So they all banded together. So they all get paid exactly the same, which is why you don't really see." A lot of them that much because <laughs> twenty to thirty seems really high. Why would they? But but I think it's it's around it's, it's around the world, bro. It's in multiple territories. I, listen, I, I I I'm not saying that what you read was false, like at all. I'm just saying that seems like a very very high number for each of them to be getting. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Might be collective, like maybe. I mean, maybe. that's the substantial. I mean, if you're talking about six people. Right? Yeah, Isn't it like them. six people? Six, yeah. <laughs> you know the six people times like let's say on average twenty five million dollars a year. That's a lot. That's, that's a lot. Or, you know, that's a that's like whoa. Yeah. What the? You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. a significant amount of bread. Now listen, clearly ain't nobody gonna be you know needing to go buy dented cans and <laughs> you know rent out the room get the day old bread. Like, <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, they're not. They not you know what I'm saying? I'm not at all suggesting that, but that's a substantial amount of bread. Yeah. On one, you know what I'm saying? Just, you know, based on that syndication. But, you know, either way, God bless you, right? They did. Yeah. They, they, they held they, they, a they, line. They, yeah, they held, they held, they held, they held the line. Yeah. Um, bro's got to jump real quick. So I wanted to discuss BS High because we didn't discuss it last week. Um, uh, BS High was a is a documentary on HBO Max, well Max now, just Max about uh, this co- this high school called Bishop Sycamore High, which was not a high, not a school at all, and was run by this guy named Ron Johnson, who is a clear cut scam con artist. Um, Roy Roy Johnson Roy, Roy Johnson Roy Johnson Roy Johnson Roy Hold, Johnson. On, Roy Hold Johnson. on, the nigga real name is Leroy Johnson. Is it? Get the fuck out of here. That sounds about right. That. It is when you find out that his name is Leroy Johnson. It makes Johnson, so much sense. It makes so much sense. So much sense, bro. Yeah. He a Long Island nigga, um, and you know he decided he wanted to be a football coach. Um, and if you watch his doc, like it just it's so many waves, so many layers, and it, each wave and layer is worse than the last. Um, I only watched the first fifteen minutes, and I was like, "This is a level oh, of lying you, that I'm you comfortable you with." You missed a lot. You missed a lot. It's, a, it's way. There's a lot of shit in there. It's a lot of bad shit. He he's a terrible nigga. But uh, but bro, go ahead. Give give us your review. Um, my review is, I, look, I I think many of us and probably all of our listeners have seen this. We all knew about this when it happened, sort of in real time, because it was pretty much fodder for the internet for mm-hmm. a very long time um but ultimately man what 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 we see here is happening more often than we realize and 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 this was a man preying on kids who mm-hmm. were ultimately never really given uh realistic goals and options in my opinion Nope. And, and like most predators, um, you know, we've seen this with like the really, you know, with with like pimp culture and 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 um, you know, wolves and shit like that, and extortionists. Like, there's a predatory nature of being able to sniff out when someone is hanging on to a dream. Yep. And he played on that, and he he's really not a great con man. Like his his cons are. His cons are very short money, right? Like he's yep. a very short money con person. Mm-hmm. And it's it's always centered with, a, you know, just a sprinkle of truth, but way too much lie. There's no real foundation to his shit. So he's not a great con person. He's a second rate con person. Um, and when you realize he comes from the church, it also makes more sense. It was very slimy preacher nigga vibes that mm-hmm. he had, mm-hmm. had a lot of that energy. Um, and a lot of what they do is they preach this confidence shit, right? Like this, um, manifestation, like if I keep saying this, you know, people will come. And so one of the things he is smart about doing is he does just enough research to know that he can do this Mm. without kind of breaking the law. Yeah. He's right. He's he's always right on the line. Yeah, this and, and so and so what we're seeing here, what we're ultimately seeing is that we're we're seeing a person that is obviously breaking the spirit of the law, but not the letter of the law. 
Mm. Right. And he knows that. And also one of the things he knows as being a church person is that they're probably there are two people two there. There are a couple people in particularly in black communities that are revered. Right. We don't necessarily question them. OK. It's usually teachers, mm-hmm. doctors and pastors. Right. Everybody else gets questioned. Wait, 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 you, left, you left one out, though. The Ooh. coach. <laughs> well, I, was, I was getting ready to say. Oh, yeah. The coach is in line with that. And I yes. was going to say, usually, because the coach is also by profession yeah, one, of one of those of the other others. People. One of the others. You're right. You're right, right? about that. There was yeah. a marriage. There was a deferment. There was an understanding that a person that is a coach, that there's this idea that they have been vetted, that yep. they have. Um, been doing this for years. They got the kids' best interest at heart. They have the kids' best interest at heart. And what we see more and more, particularly with the nastiness that I've talked about in high school sports and, and these AAU leagues and teams, is that a lot of these coaches aren't really coaches, and they're just looking to hitch their wagon to a kid, right, to see how far they can go. Now, yeah. now it's also a coaching sidebar. Sidebar, coaching is also... Um, I hate to, you know, but I, you know, I am this nigga, so I'm going to say it. Coaching is also a great pool for pussy. Well, <laughs> because, yeah, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of dudes okay. know. Jeff, a lot of dudes. I mean, me listen, that's an entire scene in the wild. <laughs> coming home, right? Yeah. So, and, and, and listen, what I'm saying is not. I, I like. I didn't. I, uh, you know, Bomani Jones is in the documentary. He also mm. mentioned that, right? Which mm. is, which is obviously and fairly on point is there's a level of deferment and there's a level of respect that comes with that title. And so what we also see is the idea that these kids were like delusional, right? Like to be quite frank, these kids were delusional and the adults in their lives failed in keeping them on a track and on a consistent pace to succeed. You are telling a kid, you're you're allowing your son to think that this coach who is telling him that he's D1 material when he could not get on the field in his high school. That is is the most asinine thing I've ever heard (laughs) in my life. Like, Like, son, if you can't get on the field in high school, I can assure you, Nick Saban is not, <laughs> not coming to your living room. Ever. Dion is not, not Dion is not bringing you to Colorado. Yeah. Like the Rick Patino. <laughs> Dion is not walking through that door. Exactly. <laughs> you know exactly. Like that's not happening. So, like this idea that they wanted to hang on and they kind of wanted to do this. And some of these kids lost the ability to transfer to real colleges where yep. they may have had opportunities. The quarterback, and they, that was they, sad with the quarterback. The quarterback, yes, but but this is all. Also, I have to question mom who is there and, and, and like we cannot just absolve all the other adults because the other adults allowed Roy to operate like this. So True. this isn't True. just a Roy operation. The guy who booked Bishop Sycamore for IMG and got them on ESPN, he's able to do that because he's an actual booker. Like that's what he does. He schedules mm-hmm. games. Mm-hmm. Right. And so. His reputation allowed the school to get this gig. And I'm like, bro, like, did anybody just even do a quick Google search? Like, who who even goes to – you can't go and play Christ the King High School 
if you're a school that just started last week. Like, yeah, that's just yeah. not how any of it's, this it's works. Not, like, it's not possible. It's, it's not possible. It's not how, it, like, it, you don't have a physical campus. There's no office to call. Word. There's no place to go. Like, mm. the most basic of mental checkdowns here was skipped. And I feel like everyone skipped them because they were they were buying into Roy's bullshit. And then when it didn't come to fruition, they just wanted to blame him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all, it's all on him. It was, even, even, his man, even his man, his assistant coach dude. The, 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 uh, one assistant left. The other guy, and, and the other guy I want to point you, I can't think of his name right now. Those are the most dangerous man to me is one who ain't rooted in foundation. Like, a criminal is a criminal, right? That nigga's gonna steal from me. He's gonna steal from his mama. He's gonna steal from whoever is available to steal from, right? Like, mm-hmm. his job is to be a criminal. His job is to be a scammer. He don't it's really give a fuck. That's what he does. It's what he does, right? He gets up in the morning. How can I get some bread for not working, yeah. right? That's his MO. The scariest man to me is a man who has presence in his kid's life, a man who has presence in his community, and a man who is operating under the guise of leadership to young men and is fucking rooted in nothing. No foundation. A nigga that just blows with the wind. Whatever is mm. happening right now. Because there is no there is no way that a man who stands for anything would have sat idle and sacrificed not only his son, but watch these other kids be, yeah. you know, basically brutalized, terrorized, um, um, abused, mm-hmm. um, scammed. And, you know, we think of football players because we're also seeing these kids now two or three years later. Right. So yeah. these kids might've been about 20 at the time. So, so now we're seeing like 23, 24 yeah. year old young men. And in our minds, you know, we're seeing them physically mature. So it's really hard to kind of grasp that he was just sort of intimidating them. But yeah, dude, he's a grown man. And and you know what? Beating your wife's ass in, in front, front of them, them, in front of them, in front of them is like a clear indication of you trying to enforce dominance mm-hmm. in front of them while also being abusive to your wife. Yep. Like he needs to be, when I tell you, like all that whole free everybody, abolish prisons, Fuck that all that nigga. shit. Is nah, that nigga needs to be in jail. He like that, nigga, he needs to be in jail. And you know, shout out to the gridiron gals. I listen to their podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, I to them too, And yeah. I have to ask the same question: like, how is this nigga walking around? Like, yeah. how did no one baseball bat to his fucking kneecaps? Yeah. Is beyond me. And he, he's not even walking around. He's laughing about it. Yo, dude, I am. I, he he got he got arrested for shoplifting at Best Buy. I go to Best Buy often. Like, what do you like, my nigga? Did you like? Were you taking headphones? Like, what? Like, yeah. what? Like, where are we in life, my nigga? Like, what is? And and the, he gets on this camera and he's smiling. And he thinks that this is a win for him. He thinks it's flat. right. He thinks this shit. Is he, flat. I think he's. I, I am not. I am not a professional in any way and I'm clearly not qualified to make any sort of diagnosis but if you told me that this dude was a sociopath yes. I would totally believe that absolutely Yo, the dude I don't know if you saw this part Inca the dude was having kids unbeknownst to the kids because again they're children signed PPP loans over the 
and, and give it, give it. I, him I, I did money. not get that far. Yeah, yes. he, 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 he a bunch he, of he them. Signed, he had them sign P, he, he, they did PPP loans. They were basically, he was basically telling them to go steal food, right? These kids were not being fed. They were literally hungry. They would go he to was Walmart doing, and steal food. They were going to Walmart to steal. They ended up beating up a homeless man who like broke into his car yeah. to like, you know, do a homeless man shit, like stealing change or whatever the case might be. Mm. And they caught him and beat him because what do you know, what do 17, what do 18, 19 and 20 year old kids do? Follow their right. coach. Yeah. Right. Like they follow right. the leader right. of their coach. And this is and so this is my point about when you when you when I I can I can deal with a criminal. I can deal with a scammer because that is that's a person who's wearing their shit on their sleeve. Mm. What I can't deal with is a man who is just fucking weak, man. And yeah. watching that dude hang his head and do all of this other shit. Whereas Buddy, uh, the other assistant, was like, yeah, they put me out fucking three or four weeks into the season, into the year because I kept asking questions like, what yeah. the fuck are y'all doing? Yeah. And why yeah. is he in school? Yeah. It was the flip, the lady was no school. Kids are getting hurt playing games. There was no training staff. I mean, kids are like, and, like tearing MCLs, ACLs in their knees. God, and he's and just God like, bless, going out there play again. I, I just want to say, I, I want to, like, some of you kids are JUCO. Some of you kids are maybe walk-on mm-hmm. material. Like, somebody has to tell these kids the real. Honest, and the reason honest. that I wanted to say that is because I see this a lot in basketball, basketball, oh, basketball yeah. leagues, and with the trainers, and I'm like, bro, your son is five foot eight. He's not really quick, and he can't shoot. He's a junior. He plays three minutes. I promise you, this hundred fifty dollars a session you spending every nothing. week, this five six hundred dollars a month you spending for AAU. You know, like this you're, not going to Kentucky. you're not going I to Kentucky. You're not going to do. Nigga, he can't even get on the floor. At the high school. Exactly. Exactly. If you're not, I just want to say, if anybody here, if your niece is playing <laughs> ball, your nephew is playing ball, if they cannot <laughs> play for their high school team. It's not going to happen. They're not that good. And it's I, okay to yeah. work hard to, to, to grow mm. and to get better. Like, I'm not saying you should just wipe off athletics as um, – if you can't go to D1, you should just not participate. Because guess what? Sometimes high school is as good as it's going to get for you. And that's okay, too. That's okay. Right? you got to stop allowing these kids to think that they D1 material. Son, yeah. you got two left feet. You you know what I'm saying? You, you, fucking, you can't move your hips and your you hands. Jump. Yeah. You're not playing offensive line for nobody, son. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what to tell you. I yeah. saw a kid playing in our league and – God bless. I wanted to go tell the coach, like, you need to, this boy need to be playing tight end somewhere. Yeah. Because he ain't a basketball player. He's an athlete. Yeah. But yeah. he ain't a basketball player. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, yeah. it was a lot of layers to it. If you haven't seen it, uh, watch it, but be, be prepared to be pissed the fuck off by the end. You're going to Yeah, be I was in a good shit. mood, and that's why I turned it off. So yeah, it's, it's I'll revisit tough. it another time. When yeah, we whenever you're in the better space. Yeah, yeah, exactly. it's 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 one of those document. It was one of the most uncomfortable documentaries exactly to watch because 
He is so usually what they do, and these these are frankly these are usually reserved for white people to be quite honest, right? True. Where we show like these ridiculous, over the top characters, mm-hmm. and we kind of make them quirky. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did that up to a point, and then sort of that last third of the sh- of the documentary, it, it got super, it got super fucking dark. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it was super real, and. I think it's really important to watch it because I think that you get a lot of information about how these guys operate. If you can kind of read between the lines. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and shame on shame on ESPN, shame on the Ohio state, um, you know, shame on the Ohio state thing. Like, like they, 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 they failed here. Like they fucking failed. They fucking dropped the ball. Yeah. You know, they did. Yeah, what I'm saying, uh, and I just think that it was just crazy for them to pretend like, and they didn't, they they didn't, and 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 by the way, IMG sold for 1.7 billion dollars. So when we talk about the nastiness of high school sports, that's the shit we, that's the shit I be talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A school, an academy, sold to a private equity firm. For one point seven billion dollars, nobody pays one point seven billion dollars for something that oh, they don't school. think will be profitable. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, before you go, bro, let's talk about um the Biz Bismarcky Doc, uh, which is on Showtime uh, currently. Um, Bismarcky, <laughs> we know, was a big time, you know. Crazy. Big time rapper um, passed away. I guess it was two to three years ago during COVID. He caught COVID. Yeah, yeah. So two years ago, two and a half, whatever. He caught COVID. Never recovered. Um, had health issues previous to COVID. But caught COVID. Never recovered. They did a documentary. A documentary Master Pill did on him. Does on Showtime and it talks about his life. Um, Which is very fascinating. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. I was just about to say. I love this is one of the few documents uh, as far as some hip hop shit go. Where I learned a lot. I didn't know a lot about his his background. You know, I really like I didn't know about him. You know, uh, starting being his first little part of his life in Harlem and like up there by the Polo Grounds. I didn't know that. I always thought he was just from Long Island. I didn't realize he went to Long Island because his mom passed and his father kind of put him out there. I didn't I didn't know about that part. Um, and it was just a journey to be becoming this. You know this character, and he's he just a lover of hip hop, and he just decided at a young age, this is what I'm going to do, mm-hmm. and this is what he did. He, I don't I don't think he finished and high pursued school. Pursued it via relationship. Yes, via relationships. He was going mm-hmm. up to Long Island. He would just go to high schools and like pop up. <laughs> like he wasn't, a, but he wasn't a student. He would just pop up <laughs> at high school and like do a little show or go to the lunchroom. And, he, you know, just he, start he, beatboxing and then yeah, casually yeah. rock him walks in and starts rapping. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the kids in the school were like, "Yo, Rod, that guy business here. You should go rap while he's you know beatboxing and and stuff." And, and it, it was almost Forrest Gumpish, like how yeah. he just was all over the place. And you know, apparently he was probably sleeping in parks and wherever he was sleeping because he was as a kid he was kind of homeless. He was in a group home, but mm-hmm. I don't think he was there every day. And they talked to you know. Some of the people his who foster took, family, this foster family who yeah, had a relationship yeah. with, and um, but my uh, my um, concern, I guess, or my wariness about the documentary, and this is just me talking. Um, how do I put it? 
I, the, the relationship with his wife was very interesting, I'll say. Because they met, and he liked her immediately. She's a very pretty girl. She was like a, 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 a legit professional model as, as a She's young She's the woman. fly girl in the I'll Make Love to You video. Yeah, yeah. She was bad. She was a baddie. And yeah. um, they met, and she was like, you know, basically, nah, I didn't date him. We were just friends. We were just friends. He liked her. She didn't really mm-hmm. like him. And there was a 10-year period where, well, he asked her to marry him. And she said no. He, he bought her a house. A house. He furnished the house. Yes. He asked her to move in with him into the house and marry her. Yes. Marry him. And, and she, she said, said no. And went yeah. in the streets and had a went, kid. Yeah, went in the streets, had a kid for 10 years, did whatever she did. And I'm not, I'm not, calling, I'm not disparaging her for this. I'm just saying what right. happened. She went went away for 10 years and lived her life. We'll leave it at that. And she comes back, I guess, you know, at a point, she, it was almost like she was like, and she kind of said this in, in a roundabout way, like, you know, I'm tired of being on the streets. Let me call Biz. <laughs> and she, basically, she kind of said that without saying it. She called him. He was still waiting for her in his own way. I'm not saying he didn't date other girls and stuff, but he was still waiting for her. They linked up. Um, she said the house was literally exactly the same as it was when she left. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they got married. I think they had a younger child. And then there was these kind of reenactments of him being in, when he caught COVID, him being in the hospital. Well, when, when she was talking to a puppet of, of Biz. And that part to me was, uh, it was interesting. Because <laughs> I was like, hey, who? Go, you go, go ahead, go ahead. Who, how, how many people <laughs> did that Muppet go through before cutting, emailing the doc to the Showtime people? How many well, deaths did that cross? Well, bro, correct me if I'm wrong, but there was a song called Me and the Biz, which um, Master Ace did, which he talked okay, about yes. in the documentary. I, that's the puppet from that. It's so, the same puppet? I believe so, because remember, business it's a, make, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a variation of the same puppet, yeah, but same he puppet. did have that very famous, um, biz puppet, and and uh, look, I, I, I mean, it's a very <laughs> obvious, it's it's very obvious that what you're saying here is is factual. There were parts of the documentary where it just felt, um, weird, mm-hmm. and, and there were like there the were office? parts. I was going to say there were a couple of parts where I don't think it was intentional, but no. it felt even slightly ghoulish, like yeah. the way they were just kind of going through his stuff. And it, it just, yeah. I don't know, man, it just, it didn't feel as good as I anticipated. And it I would have really, really I would have loved, go ahead. Such a huge part of him and who he was as a person was being a collector and yes. so for them to, the way that they were kind of highlighting the things that he collected felt very, it was almost creepy. And like, well, yeah. not, not only was it creepy, but a lot of the stuff he collected, a lot of the stuff he collected was way before her. So sometimes mm-hmm. when she was talking about this, some of the stuff, it's like she didn't even know what it really was. Right. Like it was like, oh yeah, these are the games he used to play when he was young. And this is one of the chains. It was kind of like, it was almost like it was it wasn't part of her. It was just weird. The it was like a a curator of a museum walking through like 
a donation yeah. somebody had given for the first yeah. time. Like, oh, these yeah. must be the pro kids that they made just for him. Yeah. Which is like yeah. it honestly. was it was very much and 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 you know, listen, I, I I'm a little torn because I understand that there were there was there were a lot of uh, unsubstantiated claims of him dying prematurely and things yes. of that nature, yes. which I have to imagine um, was very difficult for family and friends to kind of get through um, as he was sick, right? Like he was really sick. This wasn't like a play, you know, he was really in the hospital for all yeah. of those days. So yeah. I can imagine, you know, maybe, maybe this in some way was cathartic. Maybe this in some way was, um, you know, a way to kind of to kind of get through things. I personally would have liked to know a little more about his teen years. Um, I understand that, you know, and, and, and this is where it gets interesting because it felt like, and this is just what I'm saying, seeing from the video, from the from the doc, it felt like she didn't really know about those years. That's it felt like exactly. There were, there were not a lot of, Hey, when he was 16, he did X, Y, and Z. And this is why, this is how you got bop, bop, bop. And there wasn't, and honestly, too, the family included, the family did not feel connected to him in a way. There was a lack of intimacy. Yes, there was a a lack of intimacy. It was very, it was very clean. It was very clinical. It was very much like we made sure he was fed and we made Mm -hmm. sure that they were and we made sure he got up to go to school and that he, you know, but there was not a, hey, we used to do this. Yeah. Like, I have vivid memories, like, I have vivid memories of each of my sisters doing very specific things with me. Mm-hmm. Right. And they were not, you know what I'm saying? Like, there was none of that. There was no, you know, me and him used to go over and play Ding Dong Ditch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, like, um, it was like girls. Okay. All of the stories, <laughs> all of the stories that had intimacy, in my opinion, came from Kane, Dougie Fresh, and from his peers when he was in that stage of going from class clown to really doing this rap shit. Mm-hmm. Right, like mm-hmm. all of those, all of that period, and also too, I just want to highlight. Yeah, I, I don't think that they did it. I don't think that they did justice. That Biz was really a pioneer in that transition of rappers really becoming DJs. Absolutely, like, like that shit really being their gig, and that was a real thing. Like, sure, niggas would go DJ a little party here and there, but we're talking about corporate DJs, yep. guys that were out on the road yep. doing shows. You know, basically being booked out between Thursday and Saturday. You know what I'm saying? Every week for all of the weeks of the year. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So he really sort of pioneered that and made that the cool thing. He made it a real second act for a lot of rappers. Mm -hmm. Q-Tip, you know, uh, uh, Derek. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, And obviously they all spun records. So this is not me saying that he, you know, he invented this shit. I'm just saying. But he was the first real big kind of rapper DJ. It made it a viable thing. It made yeah. it a very viable thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I mean, again, and, you know, I, I I definitely try to not judge how people grieve. I'm, I'm, I, you know, everybody's everybody's obviously different and does things a different way. But yeah. I found it um, again interesting that I didn't, and maybe just maybe it's she's kind of moved on, but I didn't see much kind of grief with his wife. 
she kind of was just kind of matter of fact about it. That, but I, then I, when I, I when I see Rakim Rakim crying, which was like shocking. Yeah. Like I was like, yo, the the R is like crying. And I and, feel like none of us would even feel like this without her doing the reenactment. Yeah, okay. Like, not an actress, but like her in I'm sorry, the, the what? like next to the hospital bed, reenacting him in the hospital. Him di- dying of, of COVID. He was the actress. Nigga, like, I've never know. I've never in my life heard Kane get choked up. Kane was choked up. Kane was fucked yeah. up. I've never in my life heard yeah. Kane choke. I, like Rakim I never in my life crying. Yeah, like they, you know, again, they had these very significant, intimate memories. Dougie mm-hmm. talking about like, yo, I came home. He was he in the was crib in already with my mom. And you know what made it, if you've ever, tell you know, a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of younger people didn't, didn't really grow up with that part of biz, but it made perfect sense. It did. He was so. He is definitely the kind of dude that your mom would have let in the house and fed him, and he yeah. would have been he you, you'd come in and he'd be like playing your fucking Atari or something, right? Like <laughs> you know, none of that sounds like, strange. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like that's yeah exactly. It sounds totally believable. So yeah. I mean, but but it's a, all that being said, it's a really good document. It's a documentary you should definitely watch. Um, it's, it's uh, to me, it's, it's it's a good watch. It's well done. You know. With all this, it's a, it's ups and downs. It was it was it was a good watch, and he deserved definitely deserved a documentary. And I was glad they gave him one because he he is definitely the type of artist that could have easily kind of been forgotten. Yeah, you know. So I'm glad that they gave him a, a doc because he deserved it. Um, but I also want to say shout out to Mass Appeal because um, even though obviously you know. I don't imagine Nas sitting up in the seat day to day dictating what they're doing. Um, it is driven by Nas's vision to tell, to make sure that potentially overlooked stories get told. You know, like yeah, they did the they did the Ralph McDaniel's and, and video yeah, the video music box joint, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. doing the biz doc, driving the whole hip hop fifty movement. That was that was a mass appeal and Nas situation. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, so I I just wanted to tip my hat with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so it is it. really, really well done. Like, don't, you know, the critiques yeah, yeah, are yeah. not with the production or with the stories they got or how they told exactly. or any of that. Exactly. Very fascinating. Yeah, watch, watch it. it. Please watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's it. We're going to wrap it up on that. We don't want to go too long today. Um, we're going to get try to get back in the groove. Um, the, the, professors, the professors are busy most of the week, <laughs> so we're going to try to squeeze her in when we can. Oh. Y'all just pray my shit. I think I think she was great grading papers a little while ago. Shit. <laughs> I'm like, this is my first this is the first weekday I've been at home in two weeks. Um yeah. like I came in I came in last Friday night. I was in New York all last week. I came in last Friday night. I was here on Saturday. I left Sunday morning to go to LA for Jovi's 40th birthday hey, party. That looked like it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I'll talk about next show. It was great. It's yeah. worth it's worth a mention. Um, but like I landed at LA eleven o'clock in the morning, and I was on a red eye back out of LA that night. I went to New York, um, and so I came home back to Maryland last night, Thursday night, and I'm here today. I'm here Monday. I go back to New York Tuesday, so I have a little bit of time at home for mm-hmm. the first time since you know in the past couple of weeks. But like, there's a couple of weekends coming up where again I'm traveling, so. 
but even like my day home like the repairman's come to fix the dishwasher and yes, like our internet and was out morning, you know what i'm saying and like the kids will be here in like three hours you know so it's like i still got yeah i still ain't really got a break so i'm trying to squeeze everything else in that i got to do it's early it'll, it'll settle well, i'm take, taking settle. a lot of multivitamins i'm gonna tell y'all that yeah. right now take one of the days <laughs> drink some ginseng some central yeah. and shit exactly <laughs> so we're gonna wrap it up on that note and we'll see y'all hopefully next week <laughs> later later and that's what's popping in the world of entertainment thank you for listening to the pop life podcast with jeffrey naima and sean want to be a part of the show we've got three ways you can get involved like us on facebook send us your burning questions to pop at gmail.com and follow us on twitter at pop life podcast <laughs> 